Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, but it down that blow out of East San Ho. What they know my name? What up, what up? Back in the building, <coughs> Bogart Scott Free will be in here in a few. Yeah, Wednesday, March 8th. Yesterday was a crazy news day. We got a little bit of news to talk about today. Not as crazy as yesterday was, though, let me tell you. We smoke up this bowl, <coughs> kill a few minutes for Bogey to show up. And Tino said, I win. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're going to figure out... Um, we're, we're going to figure out some kind of incentive for whoever's like, you know, amongst the first like two or three people like leaving comments on the video or leaving comments on the live streams, you know, before we even start. We're, me and Bogey been workshopping that. And uh, Big Salah said, dear eight pound, six ounce newborn baby Jesus, don't even know a word yet. And he said, I hate you. <laughs> <coughs> Marty in the house, Minnesota Marty, what up, what up? Life and Sports Talk with Jake. What up? What up? Tino said, Dear 61220 Brock Purdy. I don't even know where. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, bakes a lot. Shake and bake, shake and bake. PB and Waver's in the house. Zeb in the house. Derek in the house. Salute. Our homie Song in the house. What up, Cool MC? Who else? Who else? Um, Texan Stevie said, got a question. Throw it in, homie. Throw it in. Yeah, salute to Trip. What up, bro? And, uh, yeah, we'll hop into uh, just, I mean, the first piece of news that someone uh, put in there. Where is it? Where is it? Our man, Life and Sports Talk with Jake. Hopkins willing to sign a team-friendly deal. Yeah. And, uh, of course he is. Like, he already got his bag. And uh, if he wants to go to a contender, like he's not going to be able to, he's not going to be able to keep uh, his current contract. He's going to have to restructure that like that. There's no if, ands, 
or butts about that, nobody's going to want to take on that contract. Jake said, just made my steak and eggs and onions. There we go, bro. There we go. Uh-oh. Texan Stevie said, please tell me the Texans aren't looking into getting Jimmy G. <coughs> so, I guess you missed yesterday's show. That was one of the big topics yesterday, and we'll just talk about it today as well. They're actually the front runner to get Jimmy G right now. And uh, a little bit insane. Um, I mean, we know that they're probably still going to draft a QB as well. So, yeah, it's really just getting someone who can guide this ship, you know. And uh, that's really what it's going to be all about. That's what it's going to be all about is about guiding uh, guiding the Texan ship and not letting it, not letting it crash. And uh, Tino said, Hopkins knows next year is Dallas's year. Yeah. Uh-oh. Turn it up. I know, I know everyone else can hear me, right? <laughs> uh, turn it up, Stevie. You must have me on mute over there. Yeah, bogey in the house. He said, steak, eggs, and some onions. The shit at breakfast, the champs in some circles. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I think it's only you, Stevie. Uh, Marty said, sounds good. Uh, Tina says, sounds good. I can see my mic's actually on right now. Sometimes it's me being high. And, uh... oh, he had an ad on Twitch. That's what was happening. Okay, so, yes, uh, Jimmy G, the Texans, Jimmy G is the front runner right now um, as far as, like, getting there, getting their job, getting the job over there. So, yeah, if you don't like Jimmy G, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, it's not not looking good for people who hate Jimmy Jimmy G as Texans fans because uh, with D'Amico Ryan's over there, he's trying to get a familiar face who's going to be buying in to, uh, to the system there. And Jake said, my question is, who the hell is Jimmy G going to throw to if Cooks leaves? So Cooks might not leave, though. Like, that's the thing they're saying. Like, I mean, I, I think it was a lot with the coaching staff that he didn't like because he said he's willing to restructure to play with D'Amico and uh, and their new regime. So um, he, he's not officially out of uh, of Houston just yet. I think it was he just he didn't like that old regime and uh, wanted the hell out. And, yeah, I mean, we've had uh, we've had a lot of issues with uh, with the Texans, like coaching staff, front office, all that shit for the last few years. So maybe D'Amico comes in and changes some shit around. Yeah, Marty said Mechie for sure. Uh, I mean, we're hoping, you know, we're hoping that he recovered because what was it, leukemia that he had? Uh, I believe so. Um, so, yeah, let's hope that he had a good recovery over there. And uh, let's smoke it up. Stevie said, I don't mind Jimmy. Yeah, it'd be solid over there if he goes there. And Bakeslot said, Jimmy better better not go to the Raiders. So the news that uh, that we got today, um, well, I mean, the only news that we had for Jimmy 
is that Houston plans on signing him as soon as free agency opens up. So um, I think the tampering period starts on the 13th and uh, free agency officially uh, begins on the 15th. So I believe, is that next Wednesday? Yeah, officially begins next Wednesday. So make sure you guys are here because we're going to be following all the free agency news, all that kind of stuff. But uh, the news that we got today is uh, don't count the Raiders out on the uh, Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. <coughs> so get ready for uh, for that. And uh, Stevie said, rather I'd rather Stroud. They still might draft a QB. Like, that's the thing. Like, Jimmy's not a franchise QB. He would be kind of like a bridge quarterback. And Jake said, we're all just waiting for Rodgers and Lamar for sure. And uh, no new news on Lamar. He signed, they signed the, uh, not they signed, but they they tagged him with the non-exclusive tag where teams can start talking to him, negotiating. I mean, whatever, whatever the terms is, but really just throwing deals like his way. And then the trade still has to be worked out. That is for sure. And the Ravens can match any deal that anybody throws out there for him as well. And Jake said Seattle might still draft a QB at number five. Yeah, definitely. We're going to get a a lot of early QBs drafted in this draft. I mean, I bet we're getting four within the top, what, 12, 15 picks? I really think so. And Song said, uh, do you think uh, Jimmy G will get more money than Carr or Dent? No, I don't think so. I think he's going to be like... 32 to 36 somewhere and maybe it'll be like a two-year deal like maybe it'll be like let's see what if it was like two years 70,000 or 70,000 70 million Uh, so maybe like a 35 mil like per year and maybe it's a three-year times 35 but they can get out of it after like a year or two but that's what I assume it's going to be for Jimmy G like it's either going to be like a Geno deal like Three years, 102, 105, you know, whatever the hell. I think 105 would be 35, right? Yeah, 105 would be 35 even across for the three years. And then he maybe gets like 30 or 40 mil, kind of like Gino, in uh, in guaranteed money. And it'll be a contract that they can get out of like after a year or two. Nope, Texan Stevie, Jimmy G is not under contract. When he restructured last year, um, they made it to where he was still an unrestricted free agent going into uh, going into this year. All right, he made it in the house. Bogart Scott free in the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Man, I can't sleep money. Was Henning? Man, I was trying. She, man, she was on the verge of going taking a nap. I was like, I, I, I want to do the show and smoke freely, and I'm still awake. So I'm like, no, I'm gonna jump on, walk around. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't hear the football talk, man. That the football true. talk that gets her to sleep. That is fucking true. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's uncanny. <laughs> so what do you? Uh, so what do you think? I mean, the the, the shit that we talked about so far. Um, we talked about it yesterday, but Jimmy G being the front runner for the Texans, and they pretty much want to sign him as soon as free agency opens. And then Aaron Rodgers, um, the Raiders at least saying like, don't count out the Raiders in this Aaron yeah. Rodgers sweepstakes. They're not I mean, out of it. Of course, that's what the Raiders should say because they 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 can't believe that 
they're going to move forward with uh, Stedham, right? Right, right. <laughs> um, also, with that said, I feel like, where, where are they at, eight or nine in the top ten? The Raiders? Um, let me double check. Let me double check. I don't know if they yeah, might not bro, be in the. Talking, we started talking about the Raiders, and she's already almost asleep, bro. <laughs> See, <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> Time to go to sleep. Yeah, Raiders have. They're the seventh overall. Okay, is there, is there a chance you think any of those guys fall, or maybe they take a Hendon Hooker like reach up on a guy? That they could work on the future. Like I feel like here's my, here's my, here's my hot take, or maybe not so hot take. I think I think all of these QBs should probably sit behind somebody anyway. You know what I mean? I think maybe, uh, whoever maybe whoever ends up with the Colts is going to be one of the the, the 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 for sure day one starter. Everybody else, I feel like they're going to sit behind someone. You know what I mean? Well, I mean the the jury is out on like. A guy sitting for one year is going to be way better than just throwing him in, unless you're in a perfect position in which it's usually never, uh, it's never going to be a perfect position because you got a high ass draft pick, you know, so there's going to be some kind of trash. There's, but, two, um, there's two examples I could think of in the past 10 years. One, Russell Wilson, week one starter, rest is history. Let's ride. Then there's Patrick Mahomes, sat of here. The rest of history. Now he's the greatest of all time. Hey. Yeah, and even guys like Russ, I mean, it's usually an injury or like something crazy. It takes something crazy to push a guy like that up because Matt Flynn just sucked that bad <laughs> that they got rid of him after giving him a big ass bag, too. No, no, no. It's, how do you just, how are you just gonna have like a super, like a small power now? <laughs> And uh, one thing that I thought was crazy, uh, bringing up the Aaron Rodgers news, is that David Bakhtiari could be included in the trade package. Okay, and, are you ready for this? Yeah, let's see. I'm Green Bay. You're Oakland. Right? Mm-hmm. Be like, okay, so we like your deal that you're offering us from Rodgers, but we need a little more. And what do you say? We'll throw in Bakhtiari. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want, I want you to throw in yeah, we, we got two firsts, and I want two seconds, and we'll go ahead and throw in Bakhtiari. How's that sound? <laughs> like, we're going to sweeten the deal for you, and we're yeah. going to give you one of the best offensive tackles in the but league. You read the closed caption, right? Says, <laughs> we're about to throw in this dude because we're going to cut him anyway. Bum-ass motherfucker with his bum-ass knee and came back. we paying him a guap. Yeah. And I'm getting a mad echo from me on your side. Oh, you know what it is. So I turned off the uh, the cancellation. Oh, you turned up your uh, like your sound. Well, I turned off the echo cancellation, is what it was. And now I now I remember why I had to have that on. And uh, it's if multiple people are on the stream, it's going to pick up like everything. Uh, and of course, as soon as we're going to try it, Bogey in the Matrix. All right, go ahead, say some other shit, and let's see. Do you still have the echo? Hey, hey. Yep, we're good. It's probably good now. Yeah, and Marty said, what's that drink, Huss? So it's uh, it, it's some kind of juice. We got one of those juicers now, and uh, we're going to just start trying different juices. So I think this is orange juice and lettuce and something else in here. Vanessa's making it up, just trying different combinations of stuff. Yeah, it, I mean, just throw kale and everything. 
Yeah. That's what all the hipsters do. Now, look at this. Um, man, uh, I remember my girl and my sister and them, you know, they went through the whole food processing, juicing phase. And uh, it's just hella expensive, bro. It adds up, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And ultimately, too, like, we've tried different diets, like ketogenic diets and, like, versus, you know, juicing diets and whatnot. And, like, like juicing is just hella, hella sugar. You know what I mean? It's natural sugars, but it's still... Ah, bogey in the matrix. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> there's a lot of things that I'm uh, that I'm worried about in this life, and uh, natural sugars isn't going to be one of them. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm not going to be worried about the natural sugars, and really, this is just mixing it in. I mean, it's not like you know, like um, yeah, like you're going to only be juicing. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, it'll be something maybe uh, maybe more for like the morning or maybe like a day here or there. We'll just like juice instead of like like eating a whole bunch of crazy foods because I like going out and I got me world. It's Tron. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Tron. It's a banana cognac. (laughs) Remember that shit? Yeah. He put the blood in there. (laughs) He put the blood in the blender. So now does the audio sound way better now? So I guess we got to, uh, I, the reason why I turned the echo cancellation off was when we were doing the draft and it was just me on there and I had the music in the background. Oh, okay. That's what that was. Yeah. And uh, Jake said fasting is where it's at. Yeah. It's crazy. When I got sick, like a couple weeks ago, I, I was literally just drinking water for like two or three days. And I'm like, man, it, it's crazy. Like how your body changes when you fast for a yeah, few days. Well, because so that's, so when you're when you're fasting, you know what I'm saying, and your body gets into ketosis. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like to get into full ketosis, that's when you're you, you couple it with the diet. You know what I mean? No, like you basically <coughs> eliminate sugars. Yeah. You know what I mean, and then like you can you can go like a day, days even without eating, especially people that like you know have have a couple pounds on them. Yeah. Because it's like now you're just getting your energy from your saturated fats in your body. So like, I remember, you know, my girl, she, she stayed committed to that shit for like eight months after we had our son, she dropped like 60 pounds and there would be night, like, you know, within the first couple months, even then she just maintained her weight. You know what I mean? But like, bro, she, what do you mean when she stayed committed to it? So like, was she fasting like like once a week or like intermittent fasting every day? Okay. You have like a, a eight hour period where you could eat. And then she was on a ketogenic diet. So, like, she would just be like, it'd be like the middle of the night. She's bugging me. I can't sleep because she just has fucking so much energy. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Like, to. Ah, bogey went into the matrix. And Tina said, uh, if you want to, if you want to look like me, smoke three blunts a day and drink every time you watch a sporting event and bam, <laughs> you got, you got my bud. Tino said, if you want to look like me, just smoke three blunts a day and drink every time you watch a sporting event and bam, you got my bud. <laughs> <laughs> I have the craziest metabolism ever. So it's like, you know what I mean? I'm like, it's just, it's really about just not eating bad for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not because you could be skinny and be hella unhealthy, bro. Like, you know, you could be like have a couple pounds in you and you and and not be unhealthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, it's yeah. Yeah, I can't it's remember like, who the hell we were talking to at one at the uh, the event in November, and uh, I couldn't remember what it was, but he was like, "No, nah, man, I'm skinny," but he's like, "I only eat shit like all the time. Like, I'm not healthy at all." <laughs> he's like, "I'm just skinny." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like. 
It sucks too because before like uh, quarantine hit, like you know what I mean. I you know I would go out with the homies and fucking and do like physical things. You know what I mean. That didn't sound right, huh? <laughs> Pond. You know I mean, like act, like physical activities. That still doesn't sound right. Yeah, like we used we to. I mean, <laughs> that was funny. He goes into the matrix right after we will blow. <laughs> but um, but yeah, for me it was uh, it was playing basketball like um. Yeah, we would be playing basketball like two times a week. And I um, mean, even though I was still a little thicker, I mean, man, just like, you know, the energy was on point. Uh, man, I, I I definitely was taking longer, uh, longer bong rips back then because I just had more, uh, there way more wind. And uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, you went into the Matrix right after you said yeah. we will blow. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I was just, I, I, I it paused you for real. I kept saying pause things. I was like, fuck, you know, blow each other. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for me, it was playing basketball back in the day uh, and bogey back into the Matrix. <clears throat> and Jake said that fool, David uh, Googins, though, he's a savage. Who the hell is that? Who is David Goggins? My bad. That was a phone call that time. All good. Yeah, so it was, it was basketball for me back in the day. Like, Chipotle, there was 10 of us, so we would always have 10 people, and we'd run, like, three or four or five-on-five games and do that, like, every Tuesday and Thursday. Smoke, smoke dummy-ass blunts, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we'd be – I mean, I'd be smoking on the way. We wouldn't be – I mean, yeah, we wouldn't be smoking while we're playing. You, but You see what those fools be doing? The fools that be, like, deadlifting or, like, the fools that are just powerlifters – they hit that smelling salt real tough. Whoa! Then they go fucking lifting, bro. I mean, that's the shit. I mean, clears you up to where if you're like unconscious, that shit will wake you up. Right? (laughs) How many did he, how much did he drink? Just the one. (laughs) Just the one. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, shit. All right, let's get back to the news here. And how about it's crazy CJ Uzama? He's staying with the Jets. They restructured him so they could save like like three and a half mil because he has to be in New York City because he's running with the Ninja Turtles, bro. It's the secret <laughs> of the Uzama. <laughs> you know what I'm he's in the sewers, B. Hell yeah. Let's see. Uh, a Jared Goff extension could be coming soon. I mean, we'll we'll see about that. I don't know. I guess it depends on what they do in the draft. So I, I doubt that they, they give him any kind of extension before the draft happens, but who knows? And Tina said Goggins, a savage dude. Uh, dude had a broke leg and ran 200 miles. Damn. That's almost as crazy as Kurt Angle winning a broken, uh, winning a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. That's real savage right there. And uh, let's see. For the Falcons, they re-signed Lorenzo Carter. So he's one of their outside linebackers. Not super fantasy relevant, but another familiar face they're going to have over there. Um, the Saints, they have officially released famous Jameis Winston. So yeah, he'll definitely be uh, be someone around March fifteenth that we should be talking about and looking to see where he goes. Damn, I just got an update about John Morant. Uh, he's cleared of all the charges. Colorado police say the Grizzlies star John Morant won't be charged after brandishing a gun in a nightclub and posting the video on Instagram. Oh man, Jaw 
There we go. Not uh, not getting in trouble for being a fool. I had one of those moments. I forgot I was online. Started changing my pants right online. <laughs> Marty said, "Oh shit, I didn't hear that." Jameis to Miami. Well, uh, my and Miami already said they're they're not going to be playing in this Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. I don't know if that's uh, you know, just to throw us off the scent or not. Hold on, wait a second. Run that back. They bring in Jameis Winston. No, 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 no. Well, not no, no, no. no. I, so Saints officially released Jameis. Oh, okay. And then Marty oh, yeah. said, "I didn't hear about that." Jameis to Miami. That's what he was saying. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, my my cousin Francois. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> hey man, he's young. He should be able to figure out how to use that joint roller. He figured yeah, it out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're young. Figure out. You want to figure out how to use that joint roller? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, Bogey in the Matrix. I was going to ask him if he, if he knows how to roll up without the joint roller. Because if you already know how to roll up without the joint roller, you probably don't even need that. It just makes it a little bit easier, I think, to uh, to make him a little fatter <laughs> is what it is. Does he know how to roll up without the joint roller? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, so it's like you don't even need it at that point. But uh, you know what it is, oh, though, you want to hang out? And clock in the house. What up, bro? And uh, Jake says Drew Locke wants to be a starter. I mean, I want $10 billion. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen just like on a whim. So I don't know if Drew Locke's going to be a starter on a whim either. And uh, yeah. you know what it is? Uh, so Stranger is the one who brought it up, Bogey. The joint roller, you ever rolled the joint with like a, a like a dot, like a bill? No. See, I've never done that either. I, I've okay. seen people do it a million times, though. They put the isms in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Because it really just helps you get it extra tight. Pause. Yeah. You can pack a little bit more. See, like a lot, I mean, a lot of the joint rollers I feel for like dispensaries and shit, it just makes it a little bit more efficient. You can, uh, you know, I, I mean, without weighing it, you can kind of figure out how much is going in there. If you're just throwing it all like in your hand in the paper, maybe not so much. I get it. You'd be able to gauge, you'd be able to gauge the, 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 the uh, the the mass of, of the joint. Yeah. And clock said I was in Vegas last weekend, but only for 17 hours. Uh oh. <laughs> was that one of the pictures that I saw on Facebook? The the one with you and your girl? It kind of looked like you guys were at like a, a club setting or something or some kind of party. Clock knows people in high places, man. I believe it. I believe it. You know what I'm saying? He he knows the prince of uh Brunei. <laughs> oh okay so we were talking about john morant so all the charges got dropped and uh, he said but if he had the gun on the team plane he could be suspended for 50 games well that's the thing i mean he would he probably did have the gun on the plane but there's just a difference of like you know he's not showing you know showing it on instagram or whatever like while he's on the plane well, i mean here's the thing i mean uh if he has any kind of charges prior that he can't be around firearms, something like a picture can get you get you a violation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. If, I'm pretty sure in this case he don't got nothing on his name. So he, I mean, look Colorado's at Joe Mitchell. hella lenient with gun laws too. Yeah, I mean, shit. All the gun, all the guns you can have in Colorado, but big tons wields an axe, a battle axe. <laughs> like uh if you guys remember that that movie bowling for columbine or whatever and uh i forget uh 
Is it Michael Moore or whatever the fuck his name is? Yeah, it was Michael Moore. He did he did all those joints. Yeah, he went into a bank. Fahrenheit 9-11. Exactly. Bowling for Columbine. So he he just wanted to show kind of how easy it was to get a gun in Colorado. He goes in and signs up for a bank account and fucking gets a 12-gauge shoddy or some shit like that. Fracking Matrix. Oh, all right. Well, we'll see what Bogey says about that, if he remembers that. But how crazy is that? You go in, sign up, uh, and open a bank account, and you get a fucking shotgun, <laughs> like, on the spot. Like, that shit is wild. And uh, Jake said, hey, with Crazy Pete in his ear, uh, <laughs> he would think he could be a starter. Yeah, I bet Pete's gassing him up. They go upstairs and a little bit of kicks, I'm going to smoke in here, okay? Okay. So I don't want you to think, Okay. So we talk about the uh, he talked he went into he went into a bank signed yeah. up for a bank account and got a twelve gauge shoddy that's like his free like you know welcome yeah. sign up gift and then I remember I think they were like crossing the footage of him buying the shoddy and then the kids like filming themselves shooting the shoddy in the fucking woods remember that yeah and like one of the kids he was like. Like he was one handing the shot, he just flash, flash. Like you knew that kid was like he was the like he was yeah. off his rocker. Yeah, like he was it, the one that was like we gotta go out here and practice our shit. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because there was two school shootings within like maybe a year and a half to two years in San Diego County, and I don't even remember if any of them got like you know the recognition that 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 one did. The college. Well, they, well, what the thing is, they stopped. Like they stopped. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Glorifying these the shooters, man, because that's really all it did. Right, it would just make these shooters infamous, bro. And then, but like, also too, there you can't hide anything these days, man. Yeah, social I mean, media. Like, if it's not a major outlet, someone's covering yeah. that shit and talking. About I mean, it. something nation, something that that would that normally wouldn't, you know, garner uh, nationwide coverage. Man, you're getting worldwide coverage. Because of social media, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's why you see a lot of these shootings, you know, a lot of these cops shooting motherfuckers. Uh, I saw one recently where a cop got got by a dude with a hammer. Damn. You know what I'm saying? It was a white dude holding the hammer. You know, if it was a non-white, they would have shot him dead. You know what I mean? For sure. But the body camera, got, it, it, it captured the dude just cracking him, bro. Yeah. Like, and you like... And the, the cop is snoring immediately. And then that's, you know, they cut the footage off after that. But like, because I think the guy continued to wail on him after that. But yeah, that was the only piece I could find. And someone sends it to me. And then I, then, then I try to avoid stuff like that. But then I started trying to find the full thing after. I'm like, I need to see, I need to see how it ends. Yeah, and seeing it's crazy. I, I I didn't even realize how close together they were. One was March fifth in two thousand and one. The other one was March twenty second in two thousand and one. So literally weeks. Were ago. they related? No, but they were two, definitely two totally different. Two totally different parts of the county. Here's what's crazy: is like when it, the America gets shocked when it's white America running in a school shooting each other up. But like in the inner cities, motherfuckers are strapped up every day at school. And let alone, you know what I'm saying? School's a war zone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know, it's funny because they're not going to give a fuck about no shootings in Chicago daily. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, but you know, you get shit, St. Louis, some fucking Richmond, Cali. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Motherfuckers are killing every day. Missouri. 
Well, see, it's funny. It's not like that. People talk shit about like those kind of schools and, oh man, ghetto ass schools with the metal detectors and shit. But guess what? You can't sneak into a school with metal detectors. Fucking assault rifles. (laughs) You know, an assault rifle is a pretty big, like. Damn it. Bogey right in the matrix. (laughs) And Jake said, like Morant. And uh, Jake said, you know, it's more deadly. My three-year-old son wanting a banana. (laughs) Bomb waiting to happen in 30 minutes. Savage. Mm. There you go. You're back now. Yeah. No, I was going to say the AR-15, that's a tactical weapon. Motherfuckers take that apart, carry it with them, then, uh, uh, you know, reassemble it inside the school. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They got these shits now. um, uh, They're plastic guns, bro. So they're they're called called, uh, gun molds. You ever heard of those? Uh, no. Uh, a, a metal, uh, a metal graphs or something like that. I forget what. Damn it. Bogey's hella in the matrix today. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I have seen like on TikToks, motherfuckers making guns with like the 3d printers and shit. Now that shit's like scary. Yeah. Oh, so no, no, no. Back. You ever heard of those things? They're like, they sell them as they're like gun. No, kits. no. They're like kits and they sell everything except for, the thing that ignites, you know, when you pull the trigger, the little, um, uh huh. What's that shit called? Uh, I, I forget what that part, what, what that part of the gun is called. But they, they sell everything but that. But then that's easy to go. That's easy to acquire. Right. And, like, and these things are made of plastic, bro. Damn. They're made of plastic, so it's like, if you manage to like, I mean, I don't know how. I mean, I'm pretty sure you get like, what was that son? I, I don't know how you're gonna sneak in bullets anywhere unless yeah. like you get some. Well, actually, so Tino just you get like some ceramic. Some ceramic bullets, you know what I mean? So Tino just said it right there. He said, it's not all plastic. You need the steel barrel and chamber and the firing pin. Okay. He said, I'm super into guns, trust me. See, but they have whole kits that have everything but the firing pin. pin. Yeah. But they're not made of metal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you could, I mean, I'm sure they have some that are made of metal, but well, just like he said, the, uh, the, the, uh, what do you say? The clip and the, uh, or the chamber and the steel barrel. Cause the plastic would probably just fucking blow up is what I'm assuming. I mean, coming out of the, coming out of the barrel, like when it's actually, you know, when it actually fires. Right. Right. Tino, is that, uh, is that why you need to have the, uh, the steel barrel for that part? That's just what I would assume. And uh, Chris, we said we used to carry rifles on a gun rack in the window. Um, (laughs) Not one shooting school or anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's different when, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm I'm assuming in Texas, I mean, shit, the teachers might be fucking, uh, might be holding and stuff. But, um, yeah, like, uh, it's crazy, man. It is crazy. And Jake says, speaking of guns, whatever happened to Mixon, nothing as of yet. He hasn't been arrested. Nobody's been arrested. Um, this is uh, it's going to be very interesting to uh, to see what happens here. And Tino said, facts has the pressure is too high. Yeah, I figured because, man, I mean, the pressure to shoot a gu- like the pressure of like a bullet coming out like as fast as it is. Yeah, no way. Plastic's going to be able to handle that. And Marty said, I seen a 3D printed gun on Facebook. Exactly. I knew it was somewhere on. I mean, I don't know if it was Facebook or TikTok or whatever, but I knew I seen like somewhere where motherfuckers were doing 3D printing and printing a gun like that shit is wild. And Bakeslot says, sounds like you're describing a high powered <laughs> airsoft gun. Man, used to fuck with those airsoft guns. That's for sure. Antonio in the house. What up, bro? 
Hey, hey, Devo in the house. He said, yep, Crispy, there was gun racks in my high school parking lot as well. And yeah, no one's, uh, when everybody has a gun, <laughs> like you're really not, uh, you're not really, really trying to go on, on a shooting rampage, you know, because I mean, it's all about the power and anyone else having a gun immediately takes that power like away from these weak ass motherfuckers who do that. All right, back to the news. We got. For the Jags, they released Shaq Griffin, and uh, it's going to save them 13 mil in cap space. Um, they need more help on the defense. Like, that's definitely one of those things that they need. So I wonder if they're going to try to re-sign him um, after he hits the open market or if they're just completely done with them and they, they go in a different direction. But we shall see. But their defense needs some help. Um, let's see. Uh, Packers, Raiders, and Broncos are amongst the few who were uh, were showing interest in C.J. Gardner-Johnson. And uh, get ready, man. He's such a savage. Like, the Eagles don't retain him. That's going to be a big hit for their defense. And whoever acquires him, that is going to be a super, super big hit for their defense because he is so damn good. And uh, let's see here. Okay, uh, Byron Jones. Real quick and you can come back and Byron Jones has been informed that the uh, Dolphins are going to release him on March 15th. So I think by waiting, I I forget what it is. It's like certain dates. And so there's some guys who might get released in June or like things like that. But yeah, he's going to get released March 15th and it's going to save Miami 13 and a half mil in, uh, in cap space there. Let's see. Uh, The chiefs released uh, Frank Clark. We talked about that. Uh, yesterday, but now we got the numbers. So the move, uh, the move created 21 mil in cap space and uh, and 7.6 mil in uh, in dead money. So that that's really going to help them. But what are they going to do to replace him? Is it really going to be like George Karloftis and those guys who they drafted last year? They expect them to make uh, a jump into Frank Clark territory. We shall see. We shall see. And uh, the Bucks. They're releasing Donovan Smith. I mean, their line is already hurting. Now they're getting rid of their left tackle over there. Um, I mean, as of now, it's Kyle Trash who's, like, over there. So, I I mean, it's going to be all bad, like, either way. And uh, let's see here. Um, Okay. So, while while we're still on the Chiefs, there's a handful of teams that are interested in potentially trading for CEH over there so let's see i i'd be happy to see him uh just you know get a fresh get a fresh um what's it called um get some fresh scenery see if that maybe uh you know puts a little puts a little skip in his step or something um i don't really i don't have any teams specifically that are interested in trading for For, for byron jones no for ceh oh my god am i back in the matrix again Yep. <laughs> that whole time was uh, was good. And then as soon as he comes back, right back into the matrix. And uh, let's see. Um, so, yeah, we, we shall see when it comes to CEH, uh, what kind of teams might be interested for him. But he's still on his rookie deal. I mean, the Chiefs can fucking get something for him if they're just going to let him go anyways after this year's over. I mean, what? okay, you ready for this? Let's go. Buffalo. <coughs> I, I think, and I'm saying this because I think they got Joe Lombardi there. 
Okay. Where's Joe Lombardi at? Wherever, I, I know he was with Buffalo last year as part of the, the offensive staff because he's he was the one responsible for, you know, for CEH being a, a hog <coughs> in, in college. You know what I mean? Denver. He's a Denver. He's in Denver. Oh, you know why he's there, right? He went over there with Peyton. Yep, because Peyton's the one that first put him on. Yeah. See, Peyton's smart, man. While everyone's in the midst of fi- trying to find the next new hot shit, everyone keeps overlooking Joe Brady. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's because Joe Brady, he he had a, a bad go at it in Carolina. The first year was good, but then remember the next year, he was like the sacrificial goat when they started firing everyone. They got rid of him first. You know what I mean? Fuck. Crispy said, go check the stats on how many kids involved in shootings were on uh, approved government drugs. I mean, fuck. I mean... I'd say I'd say nine out of ten. Yeah, I mean, okay, Bogart conspiracy time. Every every so often, these kids got to go to a therapist too. They might be Manchurian candidates for real, bro. Then you pick you you you. All you gotta do is call them on the cell phone one day. They pick up, hello, and you say, Force <laughs> Green." Oh, that was the keyword, and then now they're on their mission. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's a terrible, it's a terrible, terribly thought out conspiracy. Uh oh, Glock said CEH to Seattle. Mm, oh, and Jake I mean, said, "Do we forget about Penny? He's going to need a job." Yeah, but I mean, the job might is probably not going to be in Seattle, though. I, I mean, Penny still is on a, a, an extended contract from last year. I think he had one more, or was it a one year? I thought it was a one year. Because they didn't pick up his fifth year option. Then last year they gave him a fucking. They, last year, they gave him an extension because of how well he played on a contract year. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it was a one year. I mean, I'm okay. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty thought. sure it was a, it was a one year, like six mil or like some shit like that. I, what yeah. was Buddy's name? They used to pop up every every once in a blue moon and just remind everybody that Rashad Penny ain't, ain't, ain't him. Clark. Yeah, shout out to Clark. In the words of Clark, Rashad Penny is not now or will ever be a thing. <laughs> and yeah, and see, and I mean, whatever his fifth year option would have been, I'm sure it would have been way more than the five point. So it's five point seven five. That's what they. Uh, that's what they gave him last year for the one year deal. You know how much Saquon got for completing his five years, his five year first round rookie contract. He how got much? like thirty two million total. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure because they never usually get to the last. Yeah. How, do you remember how much the fifth year would have been worth? It would it have like, been worth more than the ten? His fifth year, his fifth year was like seven point five or eight, something like that. Damn! So they they franchise tagged him. So if they would have did the fifth year, it would have been a little cheaper for them. Yeah, but see, but last year, going into last year, he was coming off these devastating injuries. You don't want to, you don't want to pay him seven point five. I mean, uh, you just you just decline his fifth year. And then make them play out, and I think it was like four million or something like that last year. So well, that wouldn't have changed even if they picked the picked up the fifth year. Or not. No, so like I said, it would have made it <laughs> theoretically it would have cost them, you know, uh, like eleven point five or twelve or something like that. You know what I mean? Okay. So they're, they're technically still saving, right? This would have yeah. been his fifth year, right? 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Never mind. They didn't pick up. Wait, hold on. How did that work? Oh, he did play under the fifth year option last year. No, he didn't. He didn't. Okay, so when did he get drafted? Then eighteen, right? 18, 18, 19, yeah. 20, 21, 
22. Oh, I was counting wrong. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so there it goes. There it yeah. is right there. Yeah, I mean, when you draft a guy number two overall, I, I, I guess it's different regimes, right? Like, th- this isn't the regime that drafted him, right? You know what, my brother? Shout out to my brother, Jay. He's a, a diehard Giants fan. You know what he says all the time? So glad we didn't draft Sam Darnold. Yeah, because he went number three, right? Uh, bogey into the Matrix. Righteous pose, though, going into the Matrix. All right, let's see. What other news? There you go. That that was a nice little pose. It had you it, it had you frozen right when you were hitting the hitting Oh, the that's more. Yeah, so <laughs> he says till this day. <laughs> it's funny because I was like, damn it, right when I was about to say the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the mates does the mates just wait. They're like, wait for it. <laughs> now. No, but like uh see now it's not gonna have the same, it's not gonna hold the same water. But anyways, <laughs> he always tells me. He's so happy they didn't draft Sam Darnold. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he went because he went number three that year, right? Yeah, and like the world was like for the first year they were like they shouldn't have drafted the running back. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And then they go and get Danny Dumbass, and then, and then what's funny is my brother. Even then, he's like, I'm so glad we didn't get Sam Darnold. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause shit, even look at look at Danny Dumbass now. He, he he got with some right coaching regime. They might got something here. I'm not saying he's a world beater, but like you know what sucks about Josh Allen, bro? Would would you think that Josh Allen has resorted back like to a medium, like a happy medium now? I don't think so. I think it's uh, I mean, I mean, play calling probably has a little bit to do with it. Okay, so but- you think with Dayball gone, that that really affected it last year? Well, I don't. I mean, I guess he it was, was a little still bit- awesome. Yeah, it, it was like it's almost like Diggs is a little bit he's either lost a little bit of a step or okay, teams are I just like you putting more emphasis on him because I mean there's shit no really there's no real other weapons. Exactly. No run no run game. Like I mean, I, I think that's a little bit what it is. Them not having a plethora of weapons over there to take any kind of eyeballs off of Diggs. Yeah. What do you think it is? Do you think it's Dayball being gone that like fucked everything up for him? I think it's uh well, I mean, they have Brian Dorsey, so it's like, you know what I mean? I've, I've seen him with mobile QBs before, you know what I mean? And, like, I mean, what did Josh Allen put up? Five, 600 on the, on the ground, 500? I know it had to be close to that. Let me check. Right? Like, and, like, I mean, it's just my whole thing with Josh Allen is that he we've seen his peak at 2020, and we thought that was the beginning. And then 2021, he tapers off, but for fantasy purposes, it doesn't change. Still a number one guy. You know what I mean? And then last year, what well, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he you know, dealing with the injury. Maybe that's what that was. I forgot about the elbow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Five sixty-seven. Okay. Um on the ground. Uh oh shit. Let me answer this call real quick. Yeah, dude, I'll wax poetic. So here's my thing with the stallion is like I feel like we're supposed to see him like evolve more into a passer. And, and use the legs as a luxury, you know what I mean? Because, like, how many times do we have to see Josh Allen put put the team on his back? You know what I mean? And and I, I you know, last year, I mean, it's a defensive minded head coach, and you know what I'm saying. So like last year, 
and and years prior, they're not drafting him weapons like that early. You know what I mean? They're they're drafting him, you know, guys that that have you know potential like Gabe Davis. But, you know, even he didn't pan out. You know, they got him a, a, a James Cook, who's a running back, quote unquote, but he's a receiver converted to running back. And then we still, you know, we still haven't been, seen him utilize, you know, to what uh, something that we could be relevant for fantasy purposes. You know what I mean? So it, 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 it it's really coming to a point where I'm only fucking with like Allen or Diggs on that team for fantasy purposes. You know what I mean? Until like. Until maybe they spend a first round on a, on a on a high uh, 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 a high end prospect at receiver, you know what I mean? I just I I feel like uh, the rushing is what's going to keep Josh Allen up there, not not so much the passing. Like as a passer, this is going to sound disrespectful, but he's more Kirk Cousins than Mahomes as a passer. You know what I mean? But as a runner, he's the stallion. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like. The accuracy, it might have been an anomaly that in 2020. He was the, one of the most accurate. Bogey in the Matrix, but I'm off the phone now. Man, these motherfuckers, it's like a glass company that's supposed to be coming over because we had like a leak when it was like hella raining, like on the uh, the, the side glass uh, door or window or whatever. And man, those motherfuckers are supposed to come out on Monday between 8 and 12, and he calls me right now saying that he's coming soon. And I'm like, no, you guys are supposed to come out on Monday. Can't do mm. afternoons. Yeah, I don't like that shit. Yeah. I don't like people in my house, bro. If you're gonna come through, you gotta do it in the morning. You need to fuck about all my shit. Yeah, especially with this, like ever since uh um what's it called? Ever since um it hasn't been raining like it was like one one time because what, what are raining. they what are they repairing? Well, I mean they're they're coming to look to see even if they can repair it's the the oh. side glass door. And yeah. uh, when it was raining, hella, hella raining, it was like a tiny little leak that was like coming through on the inside. But like, I don't know. You, you can't, know what you got to do, right? You can't see shit. You got to go get that alien seal or what's that shit called? I have no idea. The motherfucking, the infomercials, bro. You know, the, 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 it's like, you know, the glue, like when they. they oh, the, the shit that can like, can, that can fix the bottom of your boat and like yeah, won't yeah, even yeah. have the shit go through that. About? Yeah. <laughs> they get on a boat and then they go in the ocean, bro. They're like, look at this, bro. <laughs> Alien glue or whatever the fuck is. Yeah, Derek said flex seal. There we go. Marty go. said it. Yep. Cool. And Song got it too. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's <laughs> seen these because we're all smoking weed at three o'clock in the morning and shit. There's a dumbass infomercial <laughs> like that that comes on. They got they got regular commercials for it now too. Nice. Okay. That, that must be coming up in the world. Yeah. Look at that. That's four four people right there. Derek said it. Marty, <laughs> Song, and, and Crispy all said it within like a, a couple seconds of each other. You know what I'm saying. That shit's popular, man. I gotta get, I gotta get a tube of that shit for my dad. He actually has a sailboat. I mean, like, shit. Look at that. <laughs> this you might here. get a leak one time if you ever do. <laughs> this is the shit God that will save you. Right. Get a leak, but this right here, dad, will save your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Bakes Lot said Alan Glue, aka Crispy Jizz. <laughs> Damn, savage. <laughs> Crispy's Jizz. We'll shut a vagina down for years. All right, you guys ready? Trade alert! Trade alert! This is uh, this is in the number nine league. Um, we'll let Bogey be the first one to grade this. Okay, um, lay it on me. So, Team A receives Pacheco, what? the five point zero seven, what, and the one point one one, what, Damn. and Team B. And Team B receives Khalil Shakir and the 109. Oh, my God. I talked about I got to answer this call. 
Yeah, damn, bro. Hey, whoever got the Pacheco side, you win, bro. Whoever got that Pacheco side, you win. Hold on. You coming down here, son? Okay. Give me two minutes, okay? Yeah, bro. So the so the dude gets he moves Khalil Shakir, who this person has to have in mind that he hopes Khalil Shakir, son of Shakira herself will become a thing. Gabe Davis, I mean, like, at most to me, he's the number three. I think he's earned that going going into year two. Do you think Khalil Shakir's earned that? I think you're going to take a little bit of a step up. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, but, but, but the number three? I mean, maybe he overtakes I mean, Davis as the number two. You get Gabe Davis is kind of whack, man. But yeah, I mean, maybe they start running a little bit more of these four wide receiver sets, or maybe he does end up a little bit more. I mean, and, and that's the thing, is that like, Last year they toned it down. It's probably because Brian Dayball's gone. But with Brian Dayball there, they were always at the top of the league. <coughs> Damn it, bogey in the matrix. <coughs> what do you guys think out of that? Um, what do you got? What do you guys think out of that trade? Uh, team A, Team B. Which side do you guys wanted to take? And Stevie B said, Gabe Davis is trash. <laughs> is that what Here, here's the thing, man. If you go back and watch watch those Buffalo games, right? Diggs is getting the double coverage love. And uh, and uh, they get the number one corner, and they they, they glue him to Gabe Davis. And that's what it's happened. pretty much Davis. like the style of what, uh, what the Patriots uh, would do. Exactly, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, and Le- Leslie Frazier, you know what I mean? I mean, he's. You know, he's he's one of the more uh, revered defensive minds in the game. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm... And Derek said he likes the Pacheco side. Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem like... It didn't seem like he had to give up too much. Like, that dude must just really love Khalil Shakir. Is what it is. That's all I could think is that that dude really loves him. So it was Big Tons... Who was on the Pacheco, like receiving Pacheco side? Hey, big, hey, big tons wins that. Yeah, I mean, he sent in Shakir and a one nine. He moves two spots down and he gets rid of a five. You know what I mean? No, he he inherits a five. Oh yeah, okay, that's okay. So he moves two spots down and inherits a five plus Pacheco. Yeah, so he had to give up the highest draft pick out of these, but only by two spots, and then he yeah. got the fifth rounder as well. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, the way that I see this, like on paper, if I'm breaking it down, it's Pacheco for Shakir and then the 109 for the 111 and the 507. Yeah, and he wins both of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean. Yeah, maybe the dude just hates uh, hates Pacheco. That's all I can. Or really, really likes Shakir. I mean, I'm strong, curious. Yeah, strongly what it believes is. In, a, in a Shakir breakout. Yeah. Uh, which I which I could see that which I could see that I mean Gabe Davis it was kind of like in his second year where we see the uh, the little bit more flashes they start using him more like yeah I, I just worry about like it's just like the Michael Thomas effect like couldn't really fuck with any other receivers for the Saints those years right <laughs> yeah and I just sure. I mean like it's like who else are we really you know. I mean, even Gabe Davis got enough hype last year that he was actually overdrafted being a mid-round target. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe fifth round was not mid-rounds anymore, but that was, you know, that was, it was decent for what we thought he could be. 
you know, I hope I hope Shakir ain't one of those guys that gets put over, you know, overdrafted. Keep him a double-digit guy, and it'd be fun to take a shot on him you know, as a flyer. But you know what I mean? I'm not trading away no Pacheco, not with not with Matt Nagy as the OC now. You know what I mean? Because Matt Nagy gonna feed one motherfucker, bro. That's why they're like, hey, we don't need this. Do we really need the Ceh guy? Let's trade him. You know what I mean? <laughs> And Stevie B said, Allen likes his slot wide receivers. Shakir is sneaky, uh, possible breakout, but not actively going to get him. He's a throw in basically in any trade. I mean, he kind of was the throw in of this trade. It was like the, I mean, I'm, I mean, the 109 is a lot more valuable than Shakir. I le- at least if I ask 100 people, I'm assuming. Pacheco is a running back on the, on, on the highest scoring offense uh, from, from last season. Yeah, you know I mean? uh, said Pacheco is not good because of that. Couldn't run the ball in the best with the best offense. Yeah, but see, but, see, but, <laughs> but falling in. But if you want to talk about touchdown upside, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like I'm telling you, Matt Nagy, it's a difference when it's going to be him. He's the OC now. They yeah. are going to they're going to feed one running back, whether they don't run as much. Say that let's say they don't run more than they did in years prior, and they still run at the same clip. It's still going to be majority Pacheco because this is what Matt Nagy does. He did this in Chicago. He did this in in Kansas City when when he was the OC. <coughs> Matrix has got a chokehold on Bogey today. <coughs> well, while we're here, and while we got a bunch of people on the stream, I want to remind everyone: make sure you officially join the 420 crew on youtube click the link i just threw it in there a lot of different tiers you really want to get to that superstar status or elite or even the 420 crew leader status the uh we're not getting the super chats like we did during the season you know right now so really like being signed up on these uh being signed up on these different tiers is going to set you apart when it comes to the raffles and you know we're still doing raffles every single month And this month, we got the signed Ricky Williams, the 34 Saints jersey. We got the certificate of authenticity always because Pristine's always got it that way. Yeah, so get those super chats in or go ahead and become a member on YouTube. Or if you are not and or if you are not signed up on Patreon, make sure you go to 420crew.org and uh, join the Patreon crew as well. Because uh, that's how you get to join the leagues with us. You're going to get extra access to different things. And it's really a, it's a social media platform where you're getting like first access to everything that we're doing. All right. And, uh, and Tina said, does that Jersey come with a couple roaches smoked by Ricky? <laughs> no, it doesn't. But what if we, what if we let him wear the Jersey while he smokes in it? And then, and then it gets okay. uh, you didn't want me to want to watch it like that. And wait. Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll get Ricky Williams to wear it while he smokes a joint or two, and uh, and then he will. Uh, yeah, then that's where we got it. Ah, bogey back into the matrix. Marco from the future. What up? He said uh, sixty-one months left until sixty-nine. <laughs> Stupid soundboard. 69 dudes <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> and tino said fucking neo up <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck neo up bogey <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn, back in it again. Oh, man. Bogey is like super popular today. That's why he's got to have the laptop. Then he won't be going into the Matrix like that. But it's everyone calling him on his phone. Yeah, that was different. Right when I clicked on it, I was in the Matrix already. <laughs> already? Like, damn. <laughs> and Tino said reasonable compromise, has <laughs> Right? Yeah, and we got a lot of cool jerseys, and uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not exactly sure what we're gonna do after this Ricky Williams jersey, but okay, uh, yeah, super dope. We got a handful more, and uh, got to get people more engaged so we can start doing like some of the doper, more expensive jerseys. Boy. Yeah, and Derek said, hit the thumbs up for the 420 crew. Let's get it. All right. We're going to smoke a little bit more, and then we're going to get out of here. We don't really have any other news to cover. I don't think anything else, like, Oh, I think you're on the the clock in one of them joints. Am I? I think so. uh, Which one are you at the beginning? 18? 18. Huh. I I already went over there. Oh, did you? Okay. I I think so. Maybe not. Nope, I'm back on. Okay, my bad, guys. I've been on for like four hours. Oh, um, shit, for real? Yeah, I swore I made the pick I, over here, and I guess I never did. <laughs> I, I know I texted you because I, bo- I bother everybody. No, for sure. I know I don't did, know the I, number, I just, te- I just tag them in the chat. Yeah, because I pulled it up, and I was, go- I was going through it, and I swore that I, that I locked in the pick. Um, Damn. Where are we gonna go here? Yeah, so that was me just fucking up over there. And Marco said I miscalculated. Sixty-four months until sixty-nine month member. Sixty-nine, dudes. There we go. Huh? Damn it, man. There's just like nobody right now. Like that's one of the things that like sucks right now in these. All right. All right, we're just gonna go kick. We're just gonna go kicker. Lock in a rookie pick. What are we at right now? It's like round six or something like that. Because uh, I didn't. I I grabbed the one like a 40. round ago. I was gonna grab another one, but I'm oh, like, where are we at in the kickers? I I gotta do that like right after this. I mean, we're. I know we have to be coming to the end. Like we're probably in round seven by now. Okay. Gotta be. What am I? I think my bad, Derek. It's been your turn for four hours. (laughs) I hit you up two times. My bad, bro. (laughs) I know, I know I hit him up one time, but then I was like, I I haven't looked since because I really thought that I locked it in. Like, I'm like waiting for Dixon, like to (laughs) in my mind, anyways. I'm waiting for him to pick. Um, um, oh, because because yeah, Derek's winning because he's right after you again when it comes. comes yeah, when it fl- yeah when it flips around, he's gonna be on it right after. And crispy said, "Shroomhead can't even blame it on the shrooms." I mean, if he was on shrooms, he'd probably be more on point, bro. <laughs> and Tino said, "What happens uh, to the kickers after the rookie draft? We uh, have a kicker draft." No, we get rid of them and we never use them again. They're only here for the placeholder. So once once the draft is over and I lock in like all the picks, what is what, then I'll tell everyone, feel free to drop all your kickers. Then you can get rid of them. Yep. And in the event we run out of kickers, you could use 
Like uh, Derek, he's dope. He, he picked a punter. Is that a punter? So he's a kicker also, but he's got the punter designation as well. Okay, because I ain't never seen nothing blacked out like that. I'm like, hey, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Pick the punter. <laughs> yeah, and so he definitely, because we don't have punters in here, obviously. But, uh, yeah, he's been drafted in each of these other ones. And uh, so it looks the same where it's just like a blacked out, like, square. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's got the punter designation as well in there, which is weird because I didn't even know. Like, I don't think you, you can't turn on punters in sleeper. Like, you can't go add a punter oh, position. Ridiculous. Top bogey back in the matrix. <clears throat> and Tino said, this is the way. So you see, uh, see that tweet from Ridley. He was with Lawrence. And he said, I promise you 1,400 yards a season. I believe it, man. I believe it. I did not see it. But, um, yeah, I mean, Ridley's going to have something to prove. <laughs> Oh, and, uh, that went. For real? Was it a bad one? But uh, I'm betting uh, that uh, that Ridley will bet you on that too, that he's going to get 1,400 yards this season. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna, I knew I dropped something somewhere. My cousin's like, you know, I found a whole joint on the floor. <laughs> I knew I was looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I dropped that the other day. I know I probably like gave up looking for it and rolled another one. Like you know that maybe I didn't. Maybe it didn't even happen. I might, I might have thought like you know what? Maybe I didn't even roll it. Be <laughs> <laughs> okay. right back. Okay, dude. Don't yeah, be man, all right. I got to. I got to get one more pick in here, and then it's then it's on Derek. Let's see where are we gonna go here though. There's nobody did, left. Did, did he go kickers? No, he went uh, Deion Jackson and Corey Davis. Oh, he took my Deion Jackson. You know what? All right, I've been waiting on this dude for a while. Let's, uh, let's lock in KJ Hamler. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. He's still fucking young as hell. He just can't stay healthy to save his life. I mean, it's, it's going to be the second. It's going to be the a year removed, right? A calendar year removed from the ACL, or is it two years now? I think he tore his shit in 21. Yeah. I'm trying to think, yeah. I mean, he got hurt with something last year. Not, I mean, he, his yeah, list he of injuries on, goes on and on. I think it was because last year was the year that uh, last year was the, the that, that he kept reaggravating shit. Hey, what up, Big BS? He said, "Can you bet on yourself?" Uh, well, no, not in the NFL. I mean, that was just the joke. I mean, ask Calvin Ridley. Well, that was that was the Calvin Ridley joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, let's see where we're at uh, in the 19 now. In the 19, who's up? We got uh, Damien. So Mike Mike Joseph. Let me see. Let me. I'll message him. Oh, I'm after Damien. Huh? Oh no, I'm after no, the guy after still... Damien. Okay, Candlestick finally made a pick. That's another motherfucker too. I'm like, hey, it's a real thing when people don't have the notification on them and they're not checking it. Like, you know what's funny is I'll be checking my shit like a hungry person opening the fridge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, that's right. I don't got nothing. Damn, yeah, I mean, in the, oh, in the right. 17, we're only in the 39th round, and we lowered it to four hour clocks already, too. I mean, it's beginners, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just when, you know what's crazy is b- before I would be in these drafts, like, damn, who do I get in round, you know, 38? You know what I mean? Now it's like, there's got, I have, like, my queue is still full. Like, I still have, like, 15 people in my queue. I think we have like 12 rounds left. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like the usable assets. You know, granted, I hope 
I get all of them, but yeah. Mm. Also, yeah. like just around this ranch, I like to dig for like you know the the safety that's you know uh, behind the guy has a year left, or it's his like you know what I mean. Like like I took Dax Hill. Yeah, that's like. Good I'm like, he's got it. I mean, there's, they're not bringing back Jesse Bates. Uh, Vaughn yeah. Bell might not even come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's a strong safety. So, you know what I mean? I'm not mad at that. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, but I was able to get him because he's done zero in the league so far. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And like, I... but, like, like that was that guy, the Osimo, Osimo, whatever. Fuck. Yeah. Did, did he even do anything last year? But, but the, but no, 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 right. But, but the fact that he has this opportunity to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That is for sure. Yeah. And then, and, and Tino, if you're still watching, when you drop the kickers and when they went after that, then you can go replenish whatever's out there on the waiver. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're probably going to be like, um, I mean, depending on if people make trades or not, you may be over. You may have to drop people like because of that. So, yeah, because it's going to be a roster limit. Well, but, if, you know, what if you're, you know, the, the, the dude that's got, you know, a dozen of these rookie picks. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you'll be, you'll have, you'll have, you know, you'll have some empty spots on your, on your bench. Nonetheless. Yeah. 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 And, and then, Tino, also, if you're watching when the year starts, I mean, we're first of all, after the rookie draft, then you get, you get your taxi squad and you get 10 spots. <clears throat> you can hold those guys in there and they don't affect your active roster. But once the year starts, those guys are locked in there until you take them out. And, and they could stay in there for a total of two years. So they can, uh, they like anybody who you put, any rookie that you put in the taxi squad, they can stay there for their rookie year. And you can actually leave them in there for their sophomore year as well. So mm -hmm. they have a two-year lifespan. You can leave them there. But once you take them out, you can never put them back in. See? That's tight because, like, I was I was about to break into explanation of the taxi, and then you just picked it right up. Yeah, and that's uh, it's really when the season starts. So I guess you can do a little bit of flip flopping before the season starts, but once the season starts, it's locked, and like you can take them out, but you can't put them back in. And uh, and what else? And uh, IR. So there's no IR spots until training camp begins because no one's on IR in the off season. So that's yeah, remember. and we got a we, we got it. So if a motherfucker, yeah, you know, that's like red shirting. Yeah, that's a good example. Taxi squad, exactly I mean, another example. And uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, <coughs> right when he found, <coughs> right when he found it. And Tino said, I need to see an example of this when we start uh, us on the on the taxi. I don't get it. it. Well, when you actually have rookies on your roster, then you'll understand it. Like right now, you don't even have a taxi squad as an option because you don't have any rookies on your squad. That's uh, that's what it is. <clears throat> but we have uh, we have seven rounds of the uh, seven rounds of the rookie drafts. And so we have seven taxi squad spots. So there may be some people who have more than seven rookies and things like that. And so that's just going to kind of take away from your, uh, just from everything else that you have on the bench. But yeah, once we get, once we do the rookie draft, you'll notice, you'll see, you'll see the starters 
and then you'll see the bench and then you'll see TX, which is taxi squad. And it's just like uh, Tino said, it's a good way to think about it. It's just like someone red shirting. You could take them out anytime though. So like, you know, let's say someone like, uh, I mean, Ken Walker is a good example because I left him in the taxi squad at the beginning of last season. And then when he started playing, that's when I pulled him out of the taxi squad. Then you got to drop someone, you know, off of your squad. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a motherfucker. Like I don't end up with a lot of the, in the startups. I never end up with a lot of the draft picks. Cause I just, I'm like that. Like, I think I have two so far in league 18. Um, but yeah, but, but so I'm constantly picking up these rookies. There's going to be a, there's going to be like 118 motherfuckers drafted or how many motherfuckers being drafted in, in our 30? draft 84. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about in the NFL draft. Oh, in the NFL draft. Let me see. Yeah. I mean, roughly there's like, what, 300 or 280-something drafted. Then there's then not to mention all the, the UDAFs. Yeah, because uh, 259 total picks. Yeah. That's a shitload. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm always a motherfucker. I'm grabbing, you know, linebackers or, like, you know, Turpin or like, remember last year? It's just funny too, because you'll see when people are making moves, it's because they're just grabbing what's trending. You know what I mean? And Tino, no, sophomores cannot be red shirted. Um, it has to be a rookie to go in there, but if you keep them there, they could stay there for two years at max. Yeah. But you can't take them out and put them back in or put someone new in there after the season starts or anything like that. Yeah, and like sleeper will keep you on point because you can't make moves without having a legit roster. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. You guys will, you guys will learn about that because you'll see if you have to drop someone in the beginning, it won't let you like make moves or anything or put it put people like, from your bench to your starting lineup, things like that. And like the IR, you'll come to find the IR is like a second bench. Because the way our settings are, if someone's questionable, you could uh, you could put them in the eye. You could hold them no, in no, the no, IR. Not questionable. But, not doubtful. Doubtful. Ah, bug you into the matrix. So not quite. You could put them in the IR when they're doubtful. And uh, Tino, so Tino, I have no idea why they call it a taxi squad because I'm, that's just the term that they that they use. I have no idea why it's called the taxi squad. Maybe just you carry him around like a taxi would. I don't know. Maybe. Said so today I learned NFL calls red shirt players the taxi squad. Well, no, that's not the NFL. That's just fantasy dynasty league. Yeah, I mean the, the yeah, the first dynasty league I ever I ever played in it had the taxi squad and then Steamboat was just like, yeah, it's basically like your fucking your bench that's not active to your roster. You know what I mean? Pino said, homie's making me sweat in the puffer jacket behind you, bogey. <laughs> that's, my, that's, that's my cousin. He's he's one of my he's my one of my son's godfathers, so he's always he's always he's always chopping it up with him. And he'd be trying to decipher what my son says because my son got the gibberish. He still got the mad gibberish sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I understand him. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if you don't understand him, he'll just yell louder. That's it. Like this one time, until you understand that, until you understand that shit. Like he was playing this game, and then he had like he was showing me this character, and he was like, "It's where," and I said, and "I said where? It's Flair? It's where?" And he kept getting mad at me, and I'm like, "Oh, rare? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was like that was the short version of it because I must have went through every word that rhymed with that shit. That's hilarious. I'm like, I mean, the W's, the R's, they're all the same right now. Y's, like what? <laughs> Uh Oh, here we go. Tina said, I Googled it. Has a taxi squad is a group of players in practice that are not officially rostered and not on a practice team. So no team. um, So no team can grab them. So no team can grab them. Okay. (laughs) And Marty said there's an actual taxi squad in the MLB. So you can bring up players and down without making a quote unquote roster move. He said, I don't know all the rules to it though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, they have whole squads like that, right? Like, yeah. I mean, those uh, like we there's the San Francisco Giants and then there's the San Jose Giants, and that's like that's basically like the taxi squad, right? But they're play, but but they play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, that bowl got me. We're gonna finish this one off. We're gonna get ready to get out of here. And uh, man, <laughs> Noble's got a play date today. So last time he went to the indoor fucking uh, playground, he met some kids, little badass kids that were like as bad as him. Nice. <laughs> what, and, what are the parents like? Uh, so I mean, the, the um, the black dad. I didn't see the mom. I don't know. I like he might be around my age, maybe a couple years younger. I mean. I don't know. I guess he could be like 40 also. I mean, black don't crack like that. Yeah, they be looking young. They be old. <laughs> yeah, but they just moved from Florida, so they don't even know anyone like out here either. And they got uh, a five-year-old and an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old. I can't remember, but. That's cool. Yeah, so Noble was like, likes hanging out with older kids, but then the other kid was like rough enough with Noble to where, you know, they both like <laughs> just wrestling and pushing each other around, like brought them closer together. <laughs> nice. That's tight. <laughs> Where are you guys rocking at? Uh, there's a park not too far from here. Nice. Yeah. It's oh called man, the- I can't wait till it's park weather again. Cold as fuck out here right now. Yeah. Like it's- I know for everybody that is like they hear fifty, they hear like sub fifty degrees, and they think it's not cold. But yo, that shit is cold as a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm from Cali, man. That shit is not right. <laughs> Banks a lot was uh, <laughs> he uh, he did a little version of uh, your son's rare and he said it's where what where, where? <laughs> what where what <laughs> I was like where I was like looking around like where like, I, like, I went through every word bro like, I was like, oh it's rare oh. you know what I mean <laughs> like yeah shit's dope shit's dope uh oh Tino said I wear the uh, <laughs> I wear the San Jose Giants hat everywhere. Rep the squad. I like it. I like it. Marty said players on the taxi squad have MLB and minor league contracts. Real confusing. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, it, I, and I don't know. Uh, I at least from what I remember, I think if you've been moved up, if you've been moved up to the majors, don't you get whatever that minimum like, contract is the rest of the way? Like I forget how that works, or maybe it's like a certain amount of games that you have to play, and then you get to that pay level for that year. But then if you start off in the minors the next year, you're on that lower contract again. Because, yeah, those minor league baseball players, I mean, they don't make much money. I mean, I'm sure whatever they make is way better, way more fun doing what they do than a lot of people's, like, normal jobs. But, yeah, they might make, like, what, 28 bands or something then? It's basically like a teacher. Yeah, I mean, from what I remember, it, it was somewhere in the, like, the, the four to six, like, per month. 
like range, four thousand to six thousand per month. So yeah, and what does that even end up being like? Because I, I guess because it's not just uh, it's not just what's it called? It's not just during the season because they do the summer leagues and all that, and then they do the uh, the fall leagues as well for uh, for all the minor leagues. But yeah, they're making like four to six bands like from someone. Month. Yeah, Tino, MLB contracts are 100% guaranteed. Yeah, man. And basketball. I mean, really, it's like it's NFL. Those are like the only ones because I'm pretty sure soccer is as well or football. And, like, I guess the argument is, like, the amount of players per team. But, like, the cap is just so fucking small. Like, what is the cap? $230 million, something like that? 224 yeah, yeah, I think two twenty five. Is, is, is basketball up to three hundred? I don't know this, so I'm asking. Let's see. Yeah, two twenty four point eight. Let's uh-huh. see. NBA. Uh. Damn. Well, so <laughs> I mean, when I searched up, uh, let me see salary salary cap limit. It's not even, is there even a limit? 134 million. But oh, real? So that's why you can only, is that why you, but you only have 12 people on your squad. Yeah. And then, and you can only have X amount of max contracts. Right. Like, I think the Warriors got the max on the max right now. Like, we're paying. Steph, yeah, because that's per because that's per season. I mean, we we always think about these fat ass contracts, but we don't break them down into the per season too much with NBA. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, I mean, what is it called? Uh, QBs are getting they're getting basketball money now, as far as like yearly. There's guys getting yeah. 50, 50 M's now. You know what I mean? Yeah, and even with baseball, there is no hard cap. You just pay a luxury tax if uh, you're over a certain amount. What happened, son? You want to go upstairs? No. Okay, if you want to hang out, you can't act like that. <laughs> no, because he said he was referencing his this logo. He's like, he's like, he's like, it's he's like, it's so damn fat on the back. Right? Like he was describing it. <laughs> and my cousin's like, hey, okay, it's okay. I just, and then I said, hey, don't say damn. That's a bad word. <laughs> he got all mad. Oh, and Tino said, I don't think we knew that yet, Hus. I'm well, yeah, I mean that that's what's crazy is that NFL's the only one who like I mean the cap is like the lowest per player. Like if you break it down to like fit what is it, fifty-four per team, you know, if you just divided it evenly, lowest per player for sure. And because uh, M- NBA only has twelve, and then I think you have three reserves or something like that. So I don't yeah, even know and, what the hell the reserve is. I don't even know how much they can hold. The NFL can hold on a practice squad, but they they got a practice squad. It's like seven or eight, something like that. Maybe it's ten. Because I think actually, I think since COVID, they expanded the the practice yeah, yeah. squad. Yeah, because look at when you're when you're entering training camp, they got like ninety plus players on a roster, and they got to dwindle that down to the fifty, whatever the fuck, right? And yeah. I think for the the first cut, the first wave happens like you know. Um, well, uh, right before preseason, and then every week, just motherfuckers are getting dwindled down. You know what I mean? And then you make the final. Yeah, because yeah, you start off with what, like ninety four or something like, something that? like that. Yeah, ninety plus. Like sometimes over. Okay. And it's fourteen, it's so it looks like in twenty twenty they changed it to twelve, and then beginning of twenty twenty two, um, fourteen. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Okay, sixteen now. So it used to be twelve. They bumped it up to sixteen with COVID, and then they let it just stay that way. Okay. That's what's usually cool too. When if a guy like is on the cusp of making a team and he don't make it, but they're good enough, they want to keep him and put him in the practice squad. And, yeah, and, you know, like I remember. Um, crazy Cole, that anybody could poach anybody's practice squad yeah. as well. That part of it's crazy. That's why in, <gasps> when COVID came around and you could house more practice squad players during yeah. training camp. Uh, during training camp, what's his name? Um, Jerry Jones. He had all the. Uh, he had everybody in the Cowboys wearing nameless jerseys, just numbers. That, that but for the practice squad guys. Because yeah. he didn't want nobody, he didn't want nobody poaching them. You know what I mean? You gotta do some actual work if you just only know the, the jersey number. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because that year was like a crazy year. Like, you know, being no one. Uh, uh, I mean, it actually, it was the first year after the COVID 21, 2021. Yeah. Yeah, just, don't, just don't talk to him, man. <laughs> you know? I'm not just flashing or shit. <laughs> About to smack someone around right now. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? You gotta let you gotta let him cool out real quick, you know what I mean? Yeah. And especially Noble, like hearing that, like, yeah, when he got a little bit older and could enunciate, he's like, I'm gonna smack you in the face. I was like, You're not gonna do that. Smack you in the face. Like, what? I was like, listen, it's about to be a mirror. <laughs> Getting way too wild over it's here. It's about to look like a mirror the moment you swing at me. I'm swinging right at you, simultaneously. <laughs> you act like you're looking in the mirror, motherfucker. <laughs> Raise your hand, Ari. Bakes a lot. Says, are the NBA and MLB considered entertainment industries um, like the NFL and WWE? I mean, I, they all have no, to be, no. right? Why are they? Con- I mean, just because every every sports thing is entertainment, but. Yeah, the reason why WWE has to be labeled sports entertainment is because it is, you know, quote unquote scripted. So, like, and all the people that are of that uh, is the NFL scripted thing, they're like, that's one of their fucking their uh, legs they stand on. Well, they call it sports entertainment now, like the WWE. Yeah. Like, what's well, all classified is that because, like, what is the NBA? Like, when you come down to it, they're an entertainment business. Like, they're not a sport. They're not a sports business. I mean, I guess it could be a basketball business, but like, they play. Who are some of their Who are some of their biggest contractors and uh, and uh, and customers? It's the fucking TV and all the cable networks. Like, so I mean, what are you selling them? You're selling them entertainment. Like, I, that's that's really all that I could think, but. I don't Another know. One? It's, it's just weird. Maybe, maybe um, when you label it, you're able to package it up and sell it to these these uh, streaming platforms, uh-huh. like you know, wrestling's quote unquote sports entertainment, and you know they're able to label that as such. Then you take it to Peacock, and you take it to you know what I mean? Yeah. Ah, bogey in the matrix. All right, damn, had to down that juice. Had to finish it before we finished the show. Uh-oh, there we go. As soon as uh, Bogey gets done fighting Neo over here, uh, we'll let him know that he's uh, about that he's on deck in the 18. All right. And uh, Alan, what up, bro? He said, are you supposed to call professional wrestling uh, a primetime drama? <laughs> <coughs> 
I mean, it is kind of a primetime drama, right? Happens primetime. And uh, there's definitely a lot of drama, a lot of storylines. That is for sure. Uh, Bogey came in and right into the Matrix. And Tino said, kick his ass, Bogey. Kick his ass, you bass. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. And you're on deck in the 18. Big Tons is about to make his pick, Derek said. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. We're about to get up out of here, too, in a second, anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> Are we doing anything? Uh, we doing Blamick tonight uh, or anything? You know, so Guccini, Guccini, he's on the road, so he told me he can't make it. And I, I didn't, I mean, because of, you know, what happened with the, my boy, I kind of was going to keep all the evenings clear because I don't know if there might be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that works. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll hold off on Playmakers tonight. You know what I mean? Cool. It probably, yeah. I didn't have anything planned. There's been, there's been hell on my plate. This week, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. It's only it's only fucking Wednesday. It's crazy. Yeah. And like these is moving these are just moving fast right now. You know what I mean? I, I have a saying. You can make a lot happen in a short period of time. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh Yeah, it's it, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh yeah, just a reminder. Make sure you go follow us on all the podcast uh, platforms, hustlerpod.com, ssbpod.com. But go show the podcast some love. Make sure you leave a review on Apple, if you can, a five-star review. And make sure you leave a five-star rating on Spotify. And if you do happen to have an iPhone, make sure you leave it on both. We appreciate you guys showing the love on the podcast. And inside. All right, we're going to get up out of here, and uh, we'll see you back uh, tomorrow. Hey, real quick. Hold on, hold on. Take us out. Real quick. Mom. Yeah. Tell them, tell them the origin story of the Give Me Money. Oh, my goodness. You know when he was little? Yeah. His, his dad will always tell him, uh, CJ, there's the moon. Tell the moon, give me money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I'm glad we got the story before Bogey went into the Matrix there. Oh, man, classic, classic. All right, we're getting up out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace out. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.